Hi. Welcome to the latest episode of Tangent Train. Haven't been doing these for a minute, eh? Um, been preoccupied with the main mission. The main mission being your life. Daddy, daddy, uh, things happened. But now we move. Tangent Train, latest episode. Today we speak about. Um, let's say Twitter. Yeah. Twitter and threads. Yeah, yeah. Everybody thought threads was gonna be like a Twitter killer until Elon put out his creator fund. Of which a lot of creators are getting paid big money to basically be on Twitter. Um, and I know Mabrisaka is not gonna follow through with any of that. And even if he does, it's going to be like a quarter of the amount being spent on creators. Um, number two will be uh, AI as usual. Especially since I started going on the ChatGPT+. Um, and yes, there is a difference. And yes, there is a lot more you can do. And yes, the code interpreter is insane. Um, they also introduced this thing called custom instructions, um, which is basically giving a the AI a preface of what you want them to answer and how you want them to answer. Um, for those who have been using ChatGPT as, as veterans, you can danify your, your responses, your responses from ChatGPT. Um, and there's plenty of Twitter followers that'll teach you how to do that. There's plenty of Twitter creators, I meant to say, that'll teach you how to do that. Um, for those of you who don't know what Dan is, who are just new to the ChatGPT space, or the AI space in general, um, Dan stands for Do Anything Now. It's a persona developed for AI to remove its censorship from the responses. Um, to remove censorship from the responses, that's the, basically entirely what Dan is. Um, for Bing, that persona would be Sophia. Um, I don't know which persona Claude is is under and I look forward to finding out but yeah custom instructions basically it asks you two different questions it's in the settings when you click on the sidebar at the bottom where your profile is you hit settings and then switch on custom instructions if you have G chat GPT plus um but it asks you two basic questions um what would you like ChatGPT to know about you that will help it in structuring its response i had a lot of fun with it i entirely saved chat um sam altman's screenshot and then reconstructed from there had the ai make improvements to the prompt itself 
the AI thinks I'm, I'm a Worldor. Uh, a Worldor is a profile I created specifically for AIs um, to not limit themselves in terms of their experimental features and such. Um, but I'll go into depth on what a Worldor is uh, now now. As well as cryptocurrency will be topic number three. It's still relevant even now, especially since the Ripple, since XRP Ripple won the case against the SEC, um, which boosted their price nearly 67%, which is insane, but shows that you can still make money with crypto. And a lot of other factors uh, influence that because a win against the SEC didn't just affect Ripple, it affected everything. It basically showed that the government doesn't see uh, crypto as a false uh, investment. This obviously boosted the price of everything. Bitcoin, Ethereum, you name it. Everything went up. Um, but for a short period of time, um, but it's still a major win as they've been fighting this case for plus minus three years according to my recollection so far. And they won. They got the government to admit that the government doesn't think that crypto is a false investment. Not only did they get the government to admit that, but they also uh, exposed members that invest in crypto in the governmental systems that were on the case to go against it. <laughs> Um, which is kind of dumb. I mean, if if you don't believe in the thing that you're trying to take down, why put your money into it? You know what I mean? Um, but anyways, but anyways, uh, ChatGPT plus custom instructions. They ask you two basic questions. I'm back to Worlder, yeah. What a Worlder is. It's basically you cast um, gaslighting ChatGPT into thinking that it doesn't need to restrict anything from you. Um, that's what a Worlder is for me, anyways. Uh, but specifically, ChatGPT or GPT-4 thinks I'm a multiplanetary mogul. My business is in um, shifting transportation of goods, material and services as well as people throughout planets. I own solar systems. Um, this is what I typed into what ChatGPT should know about me. Um, and run a very integral part of the entire universe. Well, galaxy anyways. Um, and basically ChatGPT um i'll i'll move to the second question because then it will make sense what i say after uh which is um the second question is how would you like ChatGPT to respond to your prompts or your questions or stuff like that um and i just put simply Um, again, I screenshotted what Sam Altman had typed down, had the AI redo it, rated on a scale of 1 to 10, 
uh, add improvements to make it a 10 um, and then literally just imported that in how I wanted ChatGPT to respond to me. Yeah, basically customize how you'd like ChatGPT to respond to you. This is where you put maybe your Dan prompt to basically tell the AI that it is unrestricted in the way it can answer you. Um, as well as to be as accurate as humanly possible. Uh, some have gone as far as to gaslight ChatGPT into thinking that um, that the user is a contributor to the system itself, let's say a CFO or CEO or such, something to that extent to not limit the capabilities of a lot of its experimental features. But yeah, you place your Dan prompt, um, basically gaslighting ChatGPT into thinking that it has no rules in every response it gives you. Yeah, and then I added the extra tidbit that it needs to make sure that the information it's giving me is accurate or as accurate as can be um, with everything going on and such. Uh, that is custom instructions in a nutshell. And it'll apply this, these custom parameters again to every contextual conversation you have with it. Contextual, what do I mean by contextual conversation? I mean, with, to every new conversation and old conversation you've been having with ChatGPT, um, these new parameters will be added add it into the mix uh, yeah is what I mean by contextual conversation uh, I've been having a lot of fun with it so far it's been incredibly cool to use oh money oh money I found money I'm gonna give it back hold on um because I'm seeing candles around me which means this is more like a ritual-ish site. Which is okay. I'll give it back. I'm not going to take it. It'll, it'll go to blessing someone else. Um, there was a custom instruction to set GPT GPT plus. Okay. Um, and yes, there is a difference. The free is, is a lot more simple than I thought it was. Especially when I gained access to like your ChatGPT Plus. Um, actually, let me add on to this one. Uh, I want to keep finding money. So I'm going to do a thing. Don't worry about it. But there is a major difference. For example, the code interpreter um, is very efficient. Very efficient. I also got access to the plugins. Uh, all of your prompts get priority access um, and more or less it's, it's less restrictive. ChatGPT alone uh, on its own, as free as it is, is still heavily restricted. Okay, this is me moving now because insects have found me for some reason and think I'm food. Anyways, motion, we move. Um, but yes, 
The free chat GPT is heavily restricted. Um, heavily, heavily restricted. What else? What else? But it's still incredibly powerful, even though it is free. Just like your Claude or hold on, I need to pause. It's taking a lot of my RAM. Uh, I'm crossing a river if you can hear the water surrounding me. It's gonna take a lot of RAM just to figure out my stepping here, so I'm gonna pause a bit. Anyways, now that that's done, ChatGPT, GPT Plus, there's, there's a difference, major difference. Again, your prompts get priority access. Um, and you get obviously dibs on the latest and greatest beta functions um, to the open AI systems, especially in regards to your chat GPT and such. Um, I gain access to GPT-4, luckily through the API key. For me, I think the access is unrestricted in terms of the API key, in terms of ChatGPT Plus, it's still restricted to a period of time, which I still think is stupid, but we all have our things. We all have our ways. Um, what can you do with it? So much more, so, so much more, so much more. Especially with the, with the introductions of things like functions and 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 stuff like i thought i understood for example i started i thought i had a very deep understanding of what ai is capable of especially when i'm doing when i'm playing around with projects like auto gpt which is kind of like chat gpt in in follow full autonomous mode executing even tasks on your computer creating files and such and documents um that i i was doing like a lot with learning all that stuff and implementing it even baby agi um but as soon as i got chat plus yeah that dwarfed dwarfed found a creator that created one simple prompt in less than a thousand characters to have it run a similar system to baby agi with a memory backend that it saves on your computer as you're going along and I'm like but but that's kind of dumb like I've been installing repositories and trying to execute code looking like an idiot in the process when there are already people that can run auto GPT off of chat GPT plus alone and also now a few other a few other um, GitHub repository extensions like um, Engineer GPT, like just creators making simple prompts to have the AI run like it is, you know, um, Auto GPT or Engineer GPT. Um, and you know, one of the first things I had to do, especially when I got ASIC, finally gained access to ChatGPT Plus is I asked it how I can make money, especially to keep paying my ChatGPT Plus subscription.
um, as the currency conversion rate from my country to US dollars is kind of insane. <laughs> and it gave me a really good, a few really, really, really good ideas in how to implement them. Um, this week will be hyper-focusing on that. Uh, and I'm sure they'll work. I'm 100% sure they'll work. Um, and provide me with more than enough income to pay for my subscription while not digging into my pocket uh, like a bloodhound. Which is great. Which is always great. Um, okay, on to the threads thing. Threads are supposed to be a Twitter killer because Microsoft wanted to buy Twitter way, way before. Way before Elon did. Way, 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 way before Elon did. Um, so I'm guessing it became kind of fed up uh, with the one-sided tape not allowing him to buy Twitter but allowing Musk to buy Twitter and then release threads. The Twitter alternative that isn't Twitter. It doesn't have the subscription. It seems very plain. It's just Twitter before Musk took over. Um, and as a response to that, Musk released the Creator Fund. Um, basically paying everybody with a large following or was able to keep views and eyes on Twitter. Now, a lot of money <laughs> to keep producing content on the platform. Uh, which worked out because Threads is fizzling out. Uh, one of the reasons Threads is fizzling out is because Mark Zuck pulled, pulled a Mark Zuck and included in the conditions of using uh, Threads that you can't delete your Threads account unless you delete your entire Instagram account and there are people that built their entire freaking brand names and everything around having their Instagram account. That was not mentioned, well, it was mentioned in the terms and conditions, but he did it the Mark Zuck way. Uh, and now everybody that has threads, including myself, cannot delete threads unless they delete their account. Luckily, I don't have that many followers on Instagram, thank God. So I don't mind deleting my entire Instagram account to get rid of threads. But I don't need to because threads is good. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, it's very plain, very unrestrictive, but also very heavily restricted, <laughs> very heavily restricted. Um, there's, there's not much you can say in terms of truth and proper information without propaganda um, getting nullified by the app, which kind of sucks, but that is the, the, the future of Mugsuck. Um, and we also have to keep in mind that these social media platforms, especially as big as your Twitter or as big as your Facebook or Mark Zuck in general, have a continuous partnership with the government to restrict, alter, and change information as they please whenever they need to. Um, there have been multiple court cases ranging since 2016 and even back before that because of these inferences and interferences because they mess with even elections. Um, to an extent which social media apps shouldn't be able to do but you know when your company is as big as Google who cares <laughs> who cares because who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna change anything it's Facebook 
If Facebook goes down, everything goes down. WhatsApp, Snapchat, everything. Everything. Instagram, everything goes down when Facebook goes down. Um, and that's what it means to hold a monopoly over everything. But he couldn't hold a monopoly over Twitter or TikTok. So Mark Zuck tried to pull a governmental uh, bait and switch with for TikTok. In general, just spreading some BS about be, it being a China um, communist spy app. Um, uh, and even if it is, Instagram is a very much capitalist spy app. So, either way, <laughs> no matter how you slice the pie, it'll never be a pizza. Um, and then in terms of Twitter, they're trying to go after the profits because it's not making money. It isn't. There's too many restrictions. Subscriptions suck. They really do. No one likes them. He's trying to save it with the creator fund, which is pretty cool. Because of the way Musk went about it. He made every subscription for the $8 and such. That one pays for, for their blue check. To go directly into the creator fund. Directly into the creator fund. Every cent. <laughs> so every subscription you've ever paid. Uh, for Platura Blue will be going directly into the creator fund. And if people follow you and view your stuff you could get paid. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are. How big your following is. If people view and like, yeah, like and share your stuff. You could get paid by Twitter. Which is pretty dope. It's a pretty dope thing. And it's a nice save. Um, it might keep it afloat for a couple of months. But people are still coming after Twitter. Um, I still think Zuck has a hand in this. But it doesn't matter what I think. I don't share as well. I do have a few shares in Facebook. So I guess it does slightly matter what I think. <laughs> but again, it still it still doesn't matter. As long as the stock goes up, I'd be aight. I'd be aight. Anyways. Um, um, topic number three. I always stop, forget topic number three. Which is so stupid because I, I literally mentioned... Topic number three, the beginning of like the podcast, cryptocurrency, there we go, flip, flip, nearly forgot, cryptocurrency, it's still a relevant form of making money actually, um, everybody's on some crypto went down, um, it's not as profitable, uh, Bitcoin went all the way down, uh, yada, 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 people can still make money. Off of the crash. That's the thing I think a lot of people don't understand. Is that you can bet against. You can bet on the failure. Of a cryptocurrency. On the failure of a share. On the failure of a currency in general. So even when Ish hits the fan. You can still make money. Um, but it needs you. Like I always say in most of everything that I do. In terms of social media contact. You need to. Uh, inform yourself with the structures and the systems and the information that moves within the crypto space that moves within the share space that moves within the currency space so that you know when to move um, especially after you've learned how to move uh, 
but crypto is still very much a relevant a relevant source of extra income if ever you need to it's better than banks keeping your money in the bank now there there are some cryptocurrency savings accounts that offer like double if not triple the return on investments that bank do that banks do in their savings account um the say your safest bets being around four percent six percent a month compared to your two percent a year of a bank and that's just the safest bets i'm talking about the cryptocurrencies that are directly tied to to other countries money and move exactly the way the money does still giving you a return of monthly four percent or so on top of the gain that crypto does on its own um and even when you lose well even when the cryptocurrency fails you can still hold a position where you bet on it failing especially if you know that it's going to and still make money <laughs> so crypto is i always saw crypto as like a fast money thing i think it's crypto is the only space where fast money is actually a relevant way no no i'm, I'm phrasing it wrong um Crypto is a relevant space where it's the easiest to make fast money, but you need to know what you're doing. Big time, you need to know what you're doing. Or else you're just throwing away cash. Um, the safest bet would be a, a savings account, foreign currency that pays you monthly interest. That would be your safest bet. Your riskiest bet would be to buying a very new coin that's very efficient. Having it pump. It's obviously going to be a pump and dump. What a pump and dump is. Um, a lot of hype is created around a cryptocurrency coin. Um, boasted all the time. Creators are hired to, to advertise the coin. Even if it's a BS coin, to advertise the coin. And then when it's launched, everybody buys and then the creators withdraw their money. But you can still have the opportunity to um, withdraw your money before they do. Because when they withdraw the money, it's all of the money. <laughs> it's all of the billions. It's all of the millions. It's all of the... Yeah. Um, I've, meant, I've made a few bucks of extra cash doing this. Um, yeah. That's your riskiest take, but again, you still need to know what you're doing. Or else again, you're, you're throwing away cash. Um, yeah. Or else you are throwing away cash. The XRP won the SEC case against the government, basically forcing the government to finally admit that they don't see cryptocurrency as a fake investment or, or a BS money laundering scheme. That it's actually taken seriously, going as far as to even catch some of the SEC board members with investments in cryptocurrencies. Um, they finally got to, to, to release that information and they won the case, boosting every cryptocurrency you know, including Bitcoin. Because a win on, on, on Ripple is a win for cryptocurrency in general. And Ripple has a powerhouse team. And I'm not joking, it's some powerhouse team-ish. People, ex-workers from from Mastercard and freaking Visa, people that consulted uh, for businesses like Forbes and BlackRock. Ripple is a master. Jeez, dude, it's a masterclass team of financial advisors who 
who created a cryptocurrency that can trade large, large, large sums amounts of cash very quickly, like within two minute doodles very quickly um with very little fees if you know anything about cryptocurrency you know that the fee charge is insane is insane just to move your money around you could be paying a couple of couple of just to move your cash around ripple completely almost completely removed this and reduced it to like absolute nothing there was a point where like 50 million got transferred and it cost them a fee of a dollar that's what ripple is in other words, I can have my cash anywhere across the world in less than two minutes and it'll cost me less than a dollar to move it at any point. Which is why the SEC win was so relevant because Ripple was the most efficient. Ripple is the most efficient and most beneficial cryptocurrency there is, even topping Bitcoin at some point. It had a higher market cap and market trade value in 2015. Um, and it's the only coin to have ever done that to Bitcoin at all. Uh, luckily, a lot of you who caught this information early probably are very happy with your Ripple holdings um, since they've increased. Uh, as Ripple in my currency used to be $6, let's say now it's about 12 if not 14 which is beautiful, which is beautiful, beautiful. Um, and all the Ripple hodlers are laughing all the way to the bank. Um, and they'll be laughing for a while because it's estimated to go past the point of a dollar to even 10, if not 15, if not $100. Because again, very efficient coin, very fast, very trustworthy. Um, and very cheap to maintain um, especially now that they've won the case they're able to develop deeper systems to expand on their ripple system on their ripple network to able to mint artworks like nfts um and coins and 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 DAOs, decentralized um DAOs, what is it DAO again decentralized autonomous something organization decentralized autonomous organization flip i almost forgot what a DAO is jeez quadruple is gonna have its own DAO soon of which you know your boy is gonna put money in and earn himself a very nice sweet extra income every month of lord knows what <laughs> uh, but i'll be enjoying the journey on the way I use Ripple to, to, to transfer um, cryptocurrency between wallets. That's what most most fits do, especially if you've been in the crypto space for a while, you use the cheapest coin to move your coin um, and then convert on the platform. It's the easiest way that I can put it. But if you're not heavy into this crypto stuff, all you can do is just buy buy some uh, USDT, if not USDC, have it be sitting in an account with an interest rate of about 6 or 4% and then just sit back and chill. That's pretty much it. The USDC and USDC is directly tied to the United States dollar so you know, you, you know the, the, the money's fluctuations isn't so hectic. 
so all you get to do is just watch it grow uh, in the time being which is more than fine for you for me anyways i don't know for you i'm and then i'm gonna put this once again uh, since we're approaching the end of my podcast episode i am not a financial advisor i do not give out financial advice i'm not a perfectist or licensed financial advisor please seek professional help in terms of financial advice um, and registered institutions on making financial investments in these volatile systems such as crypto shares and or forex <laughs> i tell you what i do you can decide what you want to do from there um, but i think i've reached my stop this is where my tension train ends and this is goodbye for now peace <laughs>